Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Biz How To. Welcome to The Breakfast Show. I'm Ahmad Akhtar. Unlocking the full potential of your business involves more than just a solid product or service. Intellectual property plays a pivotal role in fostering innovation, protecting your creations and giving you a competitive edge in the market. Many prominent businesses that we are familiar with strategically leverage IP to propel their growth and maintain a competitive edge. Apple stands out with an extensive patent portfolio safeguarding innovations like the iPhone and MacBook. Nike, a prominent player in fashion and apparel, secures its iconic brand identity with trademarks, while Qualcomm, a key player in telecommunications, holds a significant number of patents in mobile communication technologies. Today, we'll explore how businesses, including industry leaders like Apple, Nike, and Qualcomm, strategically leverage IP to fuel growth and maintain a strong market presence. And to help us delve into that further, we have in the studio Dixon So, who's Director and Head of Intellectual Property and Intangible Assets Practice at CHP Law LLC. He is also the President of the IPOS Society. Dixon, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. All right, Dixon, what is intellectual property first and foremost, or IP? And why is protecting IP important for businesses seeking growth? Well, let's get some definition um, sorted out right at the start. Intangible assets essentially relates to non-physical assets such as trade secret, confidential information. Um, And and there's some example. There are doctrines that suggest that IP is part of the intangible asset bunch. Strictly speaking, IP is a category um, of property that comes from the creativity of the human mind, commonly seen in the form of patents, trademark um, and copyright. Personally, it's also a celebration of uh, human achievement, okay. um, artistic expression through copyright, inventiveness through um, patents, for example. Based on the stats we have to hand, IP does represent a huge part of the corporate value in any companies we've seen. Um, ignoring it would take away the competitive edge we spoke about mm. uh, earlier um, from the company itself. On that note, protection is just part of the equation. Mm. Companies need to have a wider perspective and look at um, what their IP portfolio is and how it relates and align with the business uh, projections. Okay, so protection is a small part but a fundamental one as well. Now, what types of innovations can be safeguarded through patents and how can this protection contribute to businesses that want to expand? As a general rule, patent protects any device, substance, method or process that is new, inventive and useful. You can see the use of a patent in deep tech business a lot like mm. Apple, etc. It's also important to note that a product contains many patents sure. and, and it's unlike, unlikely for one patent to represent a whole product. Again, it's important to understand the purpose of the patent and how it interacts. For example, in the market is something called marketing patents. Mm. The main core function of the patent is actually to credibility and also attract uh, investors, collaborators. In that case, itself, the protection element is a lesser element because the core function is quite different. Whereas if you are planting a flag in certain technological vertical, then what it means is that you will need to be very carefully crafting it to give them the tightness and flexibility to expand to a bigger area itself. Let's not also forget, more importantly, 
the value wrap around a patent, the trade secret, the confidential information. These are unlikely to be surfaced in the patent claim itself. And um, being able to understand it and how to maneuver it would be actually very advantageous for any company to expand their business forward. Okay, so understanding how to understand it, maneuver it, uh, to your advantage. Let's move on to copyrights. In what ways, Dixon, can copyrights be used to protect creative works? And how does this kind of protection impact a business's marketing or market positioning, rather? Yeah. Generally speaking, copyright protects authorship, including literature, dramatic uh, aspects, uh, musical and artistic works itself. It is very relevant to media and creative uh, businesses. The common problem I see uh, so far is that many companies are not careful with the ownership aspect of the copyright, which is core to the business. Simple example, you can only commercialize what is yours either in form of a full ownership or license. Sure. Yep. When you use copyright that is owned by another person or company without their permission, that is infringement. Other than the obvious lawsuit you're looking at, it creates a massive dent to your market reputation, which again is part of your intangible asset portfolio as as a whole. Okay, let's uh, take a bird's eye view here. Mm. As a tech startup or a manufacturing company or even a creative studio, uh, what would be the step-by-step process for strategically managing and protecting IP to ensure a competitive advantage in the market? The interesting part is that the first step is actually quite business agnostic. Sure. It applies to most companies I see in the market. Most important, the, the first step to conduct intangible asset stock tick. Now, um, that will provide you a good view of what kind of intangible assets you have in the portfolio and how the same aligns or interact with your business. Once you get it done, you need to look at your business projection for the next 18, 24 months. And with that, you start formulating strategical positioning or repositioning at a company-wide level. And then you develop tactical approach to move your intangible assets, war pieces, to reach your commercial goals. All right. If you're just joining us, we're in conversation with Dixon So. He's the Director and Head of Intellectual Property and Intangible Assets Practice at CHP Law LLC. Also the president of the IPOS Society, we're talking about how companies and businesses can strategically leverage IP to fuel better growth. Dixon, now from your role as an IP expert, how does having a robust IP portfolio enhance a business's attractiveness to potential investors and collaborators? I think to respond to the question, first you look at trends. Investors, collaborators these days are not going to be too impressed with the bean counting uh, when it comes to IP assets. For example, the number of patents you have is, uh, is likely to be disregarded if you cannot narrate how the patent aligns with your business directions and or revenue streams because you simply cannot justify the cost you're paying to maintain those reg- registration papers. The good news is that most, particularly investors, are not expecting a comprehensive IP portfolio. And for early stage companies, what they are looking for is that the founders have a strategy or plan with their IPIA positions. It's common to say that part of the investment coming in will be used to make the IP portfolio more comprehensive and more aligned with the business direction and or improve the revenue streams. All right. Now, oftentimes during periods of growth, when a business is growing at breakneck speed, you have, I guess, companies tend to focus on the good and maybe lose sight of some of the risks or challenges. And obviously there are some uh, that they face in enforcing and managing intellectual property. What are some of those risks or common mistakes that businesses face? 
Oh, I think it mainly is to start thinking too late. They will think that they will do IP strategy when the business is better. Um, because IP strategy is not one step, one occasion process. It comes in a series. And in each stage, a company needs to deal with the low-hanging fruits like getting a trademark file, for example. For a growing company, the strategy needs to pivot or adjust once every 18, 24 months. Mm. It's a good problem because that it means the business is moving. Without any foundational perspective on how the IP portfolio looks like, uh, how their portfolio interacts with the business, the company will struggle, particularly when it needs to scramble to make difficult and important decision in the event of, let's say, an investor inquiry or an IP infringement event. Mm. All right. Now, given all of the hard-earned years of experience you've acquired with IP, what key piece of advice would you offer to businesses looking to navigate the cons- complex rather, landscape of IP and leverage it for sustainable growth? Um, from my view, I think there are three steps essentially. First, um, as I mentioned before, you need to get an IP IA stock <laughs> uh, done to understand what you have and what can you play with. Right. Second, you will need to look at your 18-24 months of business plan projection and start mapping your portfolio and look at what needs to be pivoted, adjusted to help you to get to your business goal. Um, the third part, the final part actually, if you have more budget, invest in IP analytics. Mm. IP register contain very rich information that can be used in your business. Organization like WIPO, the World IP Organization, UN Specialized uh, Agency, has great engine on its portal to assist uh, companies in doing that. One of it is the recently launched ASEAN IP Mm. register. Uh, What the register does is that it enables critical IP data to flow across ASEAN and around the world. Uh, it's an ambition, ambitious uh, project, but I think it's, it's going a good, good way. It aims to be a single one-stop portal to provide free online access to all the region's uh, pattern, trademark, and design information. But to analyze that, you would probably need to speak to an expert in that. All right, Texan, thank you so much for your time. That was a very comprehensive overview. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for having me. All right, we were in conversation with Dixon So. He's the director and head of IP and intangible assets practice at CHP Law LLC. He's also the president of the IPOS Society. We were talking to him about how businesses, including big players like Apple, Nike, and Qualcomm, can leverage IP to fuel growth and maintain a strong market presence. Some lessons there as well for startups and SMEs. What can they draw from it? Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.